Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically? Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? gentlemen welcome back to another very special as always episode of the hyperconscious podcast we hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down with mr alex hinkle oh yeah as advertised on that episode today we're going to do a very special small talks episode on the word expectation slash expectations Yes, so before I define this, I want to give you a quick friendly reminder to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Folks, how you start your day controls your life because what gets your attention is what's most important. Let us kickstart your days off right. Join that mailing list. We're getting good feedback on it, and please message us with feedback so that we can keep improving them for you. I have the definition up. Already. You have the definition written on your flashcard. I do. My goodness. I am prepared, you my man. You are prepared. Do you want to talk about what we just talked Strong about with Joyce? Wrong work. No, not until after you define it. Okay, I'm going to define expectation. Okay, so here we go. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Another definition is a belief that someone will or should achieve something. Ah, two, that's it. Two short definitions yep. on this on this Wednesday right. when they're listening to it Wednesday. It's actually Monday, but um, it's you know a little movie magic, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I believe, I don't know who I was talking to. I think I was talking to Taryn about expectations, but expectations will determine your experience. <coughs> oh no, now he's choking. <clears throat> expectations will determine your experience, yep. realistically. Right. If you've ever come out of an experience and said, oh, that was a lot better than I expected, mm. or a lot worse than I expected, that's because in your head, it was going to go a different way. So do, do expectations determine your experience, or do they determine how you perceive the experience after well, the fact? It, I think that. Before but, and after, kind of. Yes. Because you go into something, expecting something, anticipating, yes. this is our mind does this automatically, and then it, it goes either better or worse than you perceived. So let's do this. Okay, so number one, happy birthday to Matthew Ryan. He's ah. turning the big 30 today. You old man. Just getting started. Just getting started. Make this normal. Um, so we went to his birthday party right. this weekend, right? Now, the place we went to is called Recess Take Two, I believe. It's basically like an adult... Recess. It has mm. human-sized Jenga. It's got a wiffle ball field. It's got bags. It's got 
football bowling, football bowling, which was the coolest thing ever. Uh, human foosball, yeah, human-sized awesome. foosball, which was awesome. So going into that, when you hear like, "Oh, this is like a, an adult playground," yeah, you have expectations. Yes. So when I got there, I was like, "Interesting." It it did it go over my expectations, or was I underwhelmed with my expectations? I like don't know. Th- everything, that's what everything. Is. I actually was very surprised, pleasantly surprised, right, at how cool that place was. But I think that that's one of the main causes of anxiety in many people, including myself. Right, you're expecting something, or you do not have any idea of what to expect, and that creates anxiety within yourself. Mm. So, as always, I try to. Alan does research for these. And I try not to sometimes, just because I want to see what comes to the surface for me. I want to see what resonates for me. I want to see what experiences I have and what I can bring to the table. I was thinking of that. Like, when you have a conversation, you don't do a research before the conversation. No. You just have the conversation. Right. Right? So that's my goal in this. So I've got the flashcards written out. I have done some um, research for this episode, but the thing is, is it'll keep the conversation somewhat within the lines, but we do want to contemplate. So I have some questions for Kevin. This I, is what's happening every episode now, huh? Yeah, I, I like, like it. I like it, too. Okay, good. So I, I, I wrote at the top, contemplative questions wow. for Kevin. Okay. And that's you. That's me. That's you. I am him. Yeah, you are him. Yeah. Or her. Oh. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what are some things that you expect of yourself? Ah, well, see, okay, I was thinking about that in the shower. Mm. Um, standards. Right. My expectations could be considered standards. Exactly. But of myself, um, I expect that... I will be in good shape. Mm. I expect that I will podcast three times a week. Yep. Like I expect that I will spend time with my beautiful girlfriend a couple times a week. I, I expect it's fine. It's a fine line between expectations and standards. They're very similar. They're, I would argue that your standards is an expectation of yourself. Yeah. It's kind of why I asked that because the last episode we did was on standards and Wayne Dyer has this quote that I wanted to mention. He said, if you want to accomplish something, you must first expect it of yourself. And his question to his audience is, what are you expecting of yourself? Mm. So if you want to attain something and you're not expecting anything of yourself, even if this isn't uh, conscious, you're never going to attain it. So it's like, okay, here's my dream car. It's 200000 How How expensive is your dream car? 200000 200000 yeah. My goodness. Okay, so if you want to achieve, if Kevin wants to achieve his dream car, he must expect of himself to become the type of person who can create $200,000 worth of wealth. Do 200000 extra dollars worth of, of exactly. wealth. Yeah, right, yeah, extra. But I think that's important. We always say that. We always say that it's, it's about who you become. Right. And I've, I've really, like, if, you know, at the end of the podcast with Alex, I said if you could just leave, like, a 10-second, you know, blip of like something that you want to leave the listeners with. I think that w- is kind of mine now. It's a fire question. It, it matters more about who you are than what you do. Yeah. Like who do you have to become in order to achieve that? Right. I, that's, again, that's why I have the habits I have. I think who you are is a reflection of what you do, though. I so, agree. Right. I agree. So they're but, all connected. But who I was was a reflection of what I was doing when I wasn't happy. I was just doing what I thought I had to do to keep going at that rate. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was making good money, so I said, like, I just have to work more to make more money. I wasn't making anything more of myself. I was doing more, but I wasn't, basically, I, I wasn't investing in myself. Yeah. And that, I think that's the big difference. Right. I think that that's, that's one of the things, man. Like, you'll talk to somebody, and my clients know this. I say this to them all the time. I don't care 
and this is going to say that sounded very bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you want unless you're willing to work for it. You can want everything in the world. Yeah, yeah. Unless yep. you're going to shift your standards, your mindset, and your actions, it's not going to, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter. It will never come to fruition. Right. right. So, so that's like when it comes to expectations, you can really, really screw yourself in a negative way if you expect the finest things in the world to come to you. And you're not out there, you know, chasing them. Right. So, and if you don't expect of yourself the mastery, the standards, yeah. the habits. Or if you have low expectations of yourself and you meet them, yeah, then you're then, then you're in trouble too. Exactly. Yeah. And that you just described the drive to five. So I actually prepped that I for saw this that. episode. I so saw that on that card. You did? Yeah. I was creeping. He was creeping on creeping on my cards. Let me find it here. Creeping so first on his cards. Right. <laughs> Leadership. Okay, so if you're out there right now, one of the best ways we can understand expectations, in my opinion, is to look at through the frame of leadership. We got five minutes, so when that clock says four fifty-five. Okay, thank you for bringing that to my awareness. You're welcome. My hyperconsciousness. Hyper-consciousness some would say. So great leaders expect so much of themselves and almost nothing of others. Mediocre leaders, in my opinion, expect an eye for an eye. In other words, the golden rule: treat others how you want to be treated. I say no. Treat others better than you expect to be treated. Truly. I put a post about that up the other day, but not, not that one. I was It was treat others how you want to be treated. So I'm going to have to take that down. So, yeah. <laughs> Head on over to the Never Quit Kid on Instagram if you want to see it. Deleted. Um, and then bad leaders expect a ton from others and nothing of themselves. Yeah. If you have a boss out there who expects you to do all these things and they don't hold themselves to that same standard, I bet you you have some resentment for that. This is the thing. On one end of the drive to five... Um, if you're like these, like if you grew up a little bit spoiled, okay, and this is not a judgment, it just is what it is. You're most likely expecting a lot of others and almost nothing of yourself because you were wired in that way. Now, if you were on the drive to five where you were not spoiled, you, you went through a lot of adversity as a kid. Maybe you were told no a lot as a kid. Maybe you were picked on or criticized. I had an ex-girlfriend who, uh, who, um, was criticized a lot unintentionally and she lacked a lot of self-esteem and self-belief so on one end of the drive to five again we've talked about this a lot you think you suck by default on the other end you think you're great by default and the truth is somewhere in the middle if you're on the low end of drive to five you most likely expect yourself to fail i'll give an example one of my clients is in school and she expected herself to fail she just got straight a's and i told her remember this you always think you're worse than you are so don't ever let it stop you from trying. Imagine if you didn't go to school because you right. thought you'd fail. Yeah. She got straight A's. She's on the dean's list. You you obviously were telling yourself a story that you weren't smart when that's complete crap. Well, the problem is everybody in her life was telling her that story. Right. You know, and that's that shit really really alters your expectations. Right. If everybody tells you you're a certain way, I always like the story that you tell yourself is the story that you will live. That's the character you will play. Right. And the problem is we let other people edit the story. Exactly. And you're the author and you're the editor and you get to do whatever you want. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get you to re-edit. Yeah. And we're going to do an episode on limiting beliefs after this. Yeah. It's very similar. So you thought you weren't smart for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. So you expected yourself to fail when you took a test. I always, I told you this. I, I thought I got lucky when I passed. Right. I just thought like, oh, I must have got lucky. Whereas I thought it was because I was smart. Yeah. And it's, both of them are... What if the reality is it's because you prepared and you tried? So on your end of drive to five, having low expectations of yourself, if you're expecting to fail, it might stop you from trying. If you're on my end of drive to five and you're expecting to always win, 
you're going to get pain when you realize really quickly that you're not quite as competent as you are confident. So let's do this. So we're not going to give too many details yet because we're not locked in on on anything yet. But before this, we had a call Mm. with Joyce, Joyce Strong. We were lucky enough to be on the Totally Well show. That was the TV show we were on. Yep. And she is putting together an event, and we are going to be speaking at this event. Yeah. Now, what happens when you get new information? You start thinking of this. And Mm -hmm. I already have expectations. This is the problem. The problem is when you have unbelievably high expectations of yourself, then that's when you can put yourself into like an anxious place. Because I'm already thinking of like, okay... Good enough is not good enough. If I'm doing a speech, I have it has to be the best I can do at the time. <laughs> yep. So I'm already thinking of my expectations of the room, how many people are going to be there, the setup. I'm already thinking of all that. You already were thinking of who we could get to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. So I think that it can it can be a great thing. It can be a really positive um, attribute to have somebody who is always thinking that way mm-hmm. and always has expectations. But it can also take you over if you let it. And that's I I think that's where anxiety comes from. For a lot of people. when it, I couldn't agree more. So when it comes to expectations, I think we're all going to feel pain at one of two times. Let me please explain this. So with my client, she expected herself to fail and she got A's. So she gave herself a bunch of pain before her finals of I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail. And then she proved that, that she could get A's and now she got pleasure. For me, I, I would have thought I was going to get 100 on everything. And then afterwards, I would have realized, crap, I got A minuses. Either way, we're going to get pain based on what our perception was before versus the result. Some of us expect ourselves to do worse than we actually do. And some of us expect ourselves to do better than we actually do. When you and I go give this speech, I expect that I'm going to crush it. And after it, what am I going to say? You're going to feel like shit about yourself. Right. I'm going to say, damn, that, that I, I need to do better. I need to get better. I need to be better. You're going to say, holy crap, that went so much better than I thought. Unless I screw something up, yes, most likely. <laughs> but right now, you're worried about it, and yes. I'm not. See, that's the thing. I will. My expectations of myself cause me to over-prepare. Right, and I will under-prepare right. because I'm optimistic. Right. I will never not try, though, because I think it's going to go well because I'm optimistic. Therefore, I'll fail forward and eventually get good. You'll, as long as you try, you'll over-prepare and you'll win. Right. I think both drive to five... Both ends of drive to five are not powerful positions, but if you can learn how to mitigate it. One person won't try because they expect they're going to suck and they need to force themselves to try so that they prove they're good. The other one needs to force themselves to prepare. And those are limiting beliefs too. So that's something we're going to talk about in the next episode. 100%. But, so if you're listening to this right now, if you're watching us on YouTube, I think it's okay and I think it's good to have certain expectations, especially if they're standards for yourself. But do you have expectations that are holding you back? If you have expectations that you're going to be perfect at something, that is holding you back because you will not be perfect. It does not exist. It's not a real thing. So ask yourself that question. What are my expectations going into this event, going into this date, going into this dance, going into this interview, going into this movie, show, whatever it is, and then figure out if it's holding you back. Now, I the one thing I do want to say, we're up against it, but... What I've really tried to focus lately on, and you know this, I have expectations of everything. I'm always thinking of what could go right, what could go wrong, logistics. I've really tried to separate and say, okay, what can I expect of myself more than anything? Like, right. we go to that, say we go to, the, we go to the speech and one person shows up, okay? What do I, I still have to have high expectations of myself. That's the only thing I should really even worry about. Because that's the only thing you can control. It's the only thing I can control. Right. And, and anxiety I, is trying to expect something that right. you have no control over. I want to be so good, and obviously good is a, a relative term, but that 
in a room of being uncomfortable, I just let the, the discomfort go and realize I just have to do the best I can. My expectations are that I, I perform at the highest level I'm capable of, that I coach at the highest level I'm capable of, that I get into the best shape I physically can. Like Those are my expectations for myself, and I think when you start putting them on the external world, on you know places, things, things outside ideas, your control, yeah, then yeah. You're, you're probably going to get let down, especially if you have high expectations of, of everybody and everything. So one quickly, of the quickly one of the last things I want to say is if you are in an intimate relationship Ooh. or any relationship friendship family honestly with relationships when you expect a lot of others you will almost always be let down. Tony Robbins says this and he's met millions of people in person and otherwise. People are going to be exactly how they are, not how you expect them to be. This is great Robert Frost quote and I'll be really quick here. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love the things we love for what they are, not what they used to be. Not what they ought to be, but for what they are. Folks, everyone has a different belief system than you. Everyone has different habits than you. Everyone has a different upbringing than you. If you expect others to treat you as well as you treat them, what makes you special? I want to treat others. I aspire to treat others better than they treat me. And therefore, when I get mistreated, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, but I don't get as upset. Why? Because I didn't expect it. Entitlement will destroy your potential. Stop expecting everything to go well. Realize that it's going to go poorly sometimes, but you always have to try anyway. Sometimes you're going to be better than you thought you were going to be. Other times you're going to be worse than you thought you were going to be. But at the end of the day, not trying is the only downside. If you want to give to others with the expectation that, they're, that you're going to get, you will always be disappointed. Give because that's who you are and stop expecting the world to reciprocate that. And the more hyper-conscious you are, again, the more conscious you are, the more aware you are, the more you have to understand that people who aren't as aware might not, they might not live up to your quote-unquote expectations. Right. If I meet somebody and I want to have a deep-ass talk and they can't necessarily get to the level that I'm trying to get at, why? Like, should I should I expect them and say, well, you should be able to talk as deep as I can? No, you haven't you haven't been in front of the microphone 157 times. Right. You know, so I think that's I think that's a good way to put it. Like I think you should have very high expectations of yourself. And I think depending on what's going on in your life, you can have expectations of others, but make sure they want those same expectations. Yeah, and make sure they're aware of them. Yeah, because if not, you're wasting your time. <laughs> right. You're wasting your time and your energy and you're most likely self-sabotaging. So ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It went by very, very quickly. Up next, we are going to do a Scratching the Surface episode. What are we going to do it on, Alan? I know you already teased it. Limiting beliefs. We did a course on this on the hyperconsciouspodcast.com slash free, but we wanted to go a little bit um, in-depth in this in a longer-form episode for you guys on Scratching the Surface. That way, it's on both mediums. We all have limiting beliefs. We're all telling ourselves a story based on circumstances that maybe happened 10 years ago, maybe they happened 10 days ago. The point is, is there's only one truth, and it's our perception of that truth that either empowers us or holds us back. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. We are actually going to record that right now, and we hope you have had an incredible Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we hope you will enjoy the next one, and we will talk to you over there. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. 
Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.